Hello and welcome to the Impact Podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion, comments and opinion on everything research and education. We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Well hello Jane. Hi Finn, here we are back again after a half term break, much needed. Much, much needed. Half term break, yes. So uh, back for another episode of the podcast to talk about Curriculum for Wales again. Yes, but with a little bit of a twist today, isn't it? Well, we we thought, and we've been thinking about this an awful lot over well, over the last year or so, but thinking about where we're going, what's happening with Curriculum for Wales, what progress is being made. So this is a kind of uh, progress so far and what, what the future might hold and where we can look for answers to see what the future might hold. Because I think we're, we're well, it's all very, returning it's point, all very uncertain again, isn't it? Because I mean, I know, I know you've been gallivanting in the Scottish islands and a bit further. Um, yes, lucky you. Um, but I know we've been, there's been lots coming up from Welsh Government. I know there was a um, a briefing from Mark Drayford last week. Mm. And when this podcast mm. goes out, it was obviously the same week. Mm. Um, talking about the rising in cases again. Yeah. Um, and how much we've got the next three weeks yes. to get things under control before we might have another set of restrictions imposed. And I know some of the COVID restrictions, the testing restrictions or the testing regime yes. in school, some of those have changed. Yeah. Again, now that schools have gone back here in Wales. So it's all shifting again. It, doesn't it feel like, I, I, I don't know if our, our listeners will feel like this, but it's there was an awful lot of talk um, sort of towards the end of the summer, the beginning of September, uh, numbers were rising, but, you know, life felt relatively normal. We were back to, you know, socialising in, in public yeah. again, not just outside, but inside as well. And it felt like, oh, OK, so numbers are rising, but it doesn't it's not the same as before. But now it feels like we're heading into a different phase of COVID-19 where numbers have risen. I was reading something about uh, Keridigian. That oh what's that place both okay <laughs> bizarre but I was reading about both and the um, area next to it I can't remember what it's called sorry but the uh, they had cases of one thousand two hundred per hundred thousand which is higher That's than higher. anywhere yeah. else in the UK that it's and they were talking about whether that was because people have relaxed the use of masks that I know because I I went up to the Scottish Highlands and we drove bizarrely so we we went into service stations in wales in england yeah, and in scotland and it was really noticeable the difference that wales obviously people were wearing their masks but then you started getting close to the english border and people weren't wearing their masks yeah. at all and obviously nothing happening in in england yeah everybody i know my husband maskless. he's been down in england for the last couple of weeks and i know he mm. says in shops it's all yeah it's, it's as if everything is back to normal yeah you know, but we absolutely. Stop. But we're getting very different messages coming out of Welsh government now that they are very much talking about, as you said, we've got three weeks to get the figures under control. Otherwise, we're going to have to mm-hmm. reintroduce some of the measures that we had in schools prior to. I think, though, go, going back to September is that when we start the autumn term, we're always looking towards, OK, Christmas being the end of it. Yeah. But I think the last half term was so stressful and so mm. things were changing on a mm. not even a daily basis on an hourly basis in yeah. school sometimes 
that I think we was just looking towards getting to half term as our yeah. end point, yeah. not the end of term. Yeah. So I, I, we were talking about this this morning. I'm talking about, as we always do, we have a little chat beforehand. We should, you know what we should do one day? We should record the our chat. chat as a podcast. <laughs> but the um, talking about how this half term, we feel like to a certain degree that we're kind of heading into the a renewed storm of yeah. COVID-19, that we're having to, you know, button down the hatches, tighten up all the lanyards. It's very apt after the yeah, weather yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> making sure that we've got everything tight and ship-shape and, and, and ready. And it almost feels like, you know, if we were going back to a metaphor for it it's like going back to thinking about you know life in the past and how as the winter approached you started to build up your stores of food you would start to you know make sure the animals were Get ready um, for hibernation ready for yeah. the winter uh, overwintering in um you know poor conditions and i think if we imagine that curriculum mm. for wales is this you know beautiful new house that's being built up in the sunny uplands actually where a lot of schools currently are at the moment is that their beautiful new house is still in boxes mm. and it or it's you know it was it's been started and occasionally you might have somebody from you know your winter residence might be oh it's a nice day pop up and you know banging in a few nails and then come back when the weather well, you, closes you're in. dealing with a rewire aren't you before you even manage to get get yeah. to your boxes and unpack your boxes I, I know and I think that you know, if we're in a situation where this next half term, it is going to be challenging. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. You know, we, we know that the first half term of the autumn term was very, very challenging for, for some schools more than for others. You know, not everybody had the same challenges, but, you know, supply cover was difficult to get lots of staff off. We've got to change the self-isolation rules so that if you have got uh, somebody who tests positive in your household, then you have to, um, everybody in that household has to self-isolate. So that's new. And there's more guidance about that coming out this week. Apparently, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's been out today. Uh, so schools have got to read that as well. But um, we were listening this morning to Jeremy Miles's um, oh, address yes. to teachers, weren't they? At the, start the end of term, term address. The end of term address. Mm-hmm. And, and him saying, if schools are going to stay open, was, was one of his phrases. And there's that, yeah, it's it's is that him saying, um, if you don't do this, schools will have to close, or is he saying, you know, let's be really sensible about this. We're always under yeah. the threat of, you know, how how real is that threat? And it felt like a bit of a threat, didn't it? Yeah, you know that that we need to be doing these things, and it, it does feel a bit uh, like we are heading back but down a dark tunnel. But you know, it's like with toddlers, isn't it? If you, it's unbreaking that habit. And now we've got to this situation yeah. with masks and only being worn, you know, in certain places. Mm. How are we going to get everybody back to yeah, the situation? Because we were, we were having a discussion over, over lunch coming back to our office. You know, there's people wandering around that, you know, are not wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. And, that, and, and I'm seeing that more and more yeah. in as we go out and about in, in shops yeah. and stuff. But, but to go back to our sort of preparing for the winter analogy... If we've, if we've got this, you know, we are building a new house. We're building yeah. the new house of Curriculum for Wales. But it's, you know, we, we've had a, a very difficult 18 months, two years. And, you know, much as we would have liked to have done the foundations of that house and got, got through to the, you know, building the, the wooden structure of it and being ready, we're not. No. And I think a lot of schools are still packing boxes up there. And it feels a little bit like that, you know, because we've been schools 
and teachers have been diverted towards preparing for this storm or managing the storm or managing this that they've had to abandon some of the things and time has moved on and you know the 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 preparations you can do well this is it and the preparations that you they put in place prior to March of 2020 then had to be changed now are we going to be in a situation again in February March of 2022 where anything that was done prior to the autumn term or during the autumn term is not quite mm. going to be right now it's, it's very yeah. difficult to know and we don't know we, it'd be interesting <clears> to see what happens with the number of cases mm. and the number of hospitalizations now that schools are back yeah because I think this you know was a week enough yeah and I know up in Scotland they've had two, a two-week break and then the number of cases positive cases are beginning to decline but of course they've got the lag that their yeah. number of hospital or number of deaths should I say are on the incline so it's only on the increase but it's just waiting to see how much time Mm. are we going to replicate that here in Wales yeah as we move into the winter yeah and I I think um the uh COVID-19 situation is is ever changeable Mm -hmm. as it's been Mm -hmm. since it arrived in the UK we'll have a bit of doom and gloom we do (laughs) oh no (laughs) but if we're thinking about um what the next few weeks bring but certainly what the next few months bring as we head towards september 2022 you know there are lots and lots of places where we could go to think about how are we doing how is our progress going are we going to be ready in september 2022 are we going to have the kind of curriculum for wales that the children of wales actually deserve you know are we going to make make true the um, expectations that you know we're going to have world-class education for all that's going to raise standards for all or are we going to be in a different situation I think there's there's lots of warning signs lots of bells out there you know being rung and shaken and I think it, it makes sense to be honest and transparent and open about these things and talk about them as much as possible because there is a certain feeling that there's not a great deal of listening going on no and I, and I think schools are really still really struggling to look that much further ahead yeah you know to look towards September 22 seems mm. an enormous challenge when it's difficult even to see to the end of the half term or even the week maybe sometimes yeah, yeah. you know we've got the um the qualifications well there's still a lot of uncertainty around and I, and I know that the an excellent from um, qualifications of Wales around the new GCSEs but there's also what exactly is going to be happening what situation we're going to be for GCSEs and A-levels this summer yes absolutely so secondary schools have still got not just let's cope with the um, day-to-day impact of mm. the uh, COVID-19 but also are we going to have to implement some kind of um, centre assessed grades centre yeah. determined grades or whatever they are uh, in the coming yeah. spring and that's going to take some time as well. But going back to the uh, Qualification Wales announcement, the proposals for the new qualifications, I mean, one of the things that we've heard people talk about these qualifications uh, propo- proposals mm. is that they are disappointing, that then they haven't gone far enough, that they're not going to replicate the kind of uh, radical change that Curriculum mm. for Wales. Yeah, there's um, been lots of talk helps. around, particularly the science. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, and I know there's a, a long thread on Twitter regarding the 
English literature being yeah, yeah. Um, immersed into the, the English language. It seems to be that, that teachers don't understand the rationale for these things. It mm. seems to be, you know, phrases such as dumbing down yeah. have been used. And I must admit, both my sons are, um, have done or are doing engineering at university and they both did triple science. Mm. And if they'd been part of the cohort that were going to do this integrated science, I think they would have been at a real disadvantage in comparison with university students coming from, from England, England yeah. or from Scotland. Because if that's still an offer across the border, yeah, then it's going to have to be something equally, yeah. you know, as challenging. So we've got an awful lot out there that that's still um, up in the air, that's still unsure. I mean, for example, we have assessment and accountability is still very much up in the air. We're not sure about it. We have some information, but not enough information for schools to really be absolutely clear. But they're all big things, though. They're not just yeah. small things to, you know, worry over. Yeah, they're, they're you know, they're lots of yes. major things that teachers have got to juggle. Yeah. In, in the meantime, and I think, you know, we're in a situation where there's a lot of communication coming out from Welsh Government. Yeah. But sometimes there's there's a balance, isn't there, between what's too much yeah how much can you take yeah and I think the whole um question over assessment arrangements being the responsibility of schools and them needing to assess the schools but then we've also got uh questions of that how do you track mm. progress and what information is accountability going to require from schools to show whether curriculum for Wales and the curriculum within that school is actually supporting the progress mm. of pupils and then we get into the situation of well how can local authorities keep a check on what's going on in their mm. um, area of remit? You know, the, it's just another layer, isn't it? Absolutely. And I want to quote actually from a book that uh, we've just had ordered for us by James McEnany. I hope that's how I'm saying McEnany. I don't know. James. <laughs> James called Class Rules The Truth About Scottish Schools. And I just want to quote here talking about confidence of making curriculum for excellence work and how uh, assessment worked and how how the, the process of looking at impact and looking at the, the process works. He says here, councils made the problems worse by insisting on bureaucratic tracking and monitoring systems that revealed their basic lack of trust in the teaching profession. And I think that it feels like to, to me that there, we're kind of like at a, a, a tipping point that the, the new um, subordinate legislation for assessment out recently was talking about this shared understanding of progression, but the shared understanding of progression, it was very, very detailed as to how that was going to happen in schools, who was going to be in charge of it, how that was going to be managed between schools, how there was going to be this, this moderation 2.0 process going on and the consortia's role in that. And it just felt like the massive job. Well, yeah, but it also felt like that there needed to be this centralised understanding of how things were going in schools and whether they were doing the job that they they'd been tasked with doing. And it it does feel like there's a kind of a, a grab, a grab of control back towards the centre. And that flies in the face a little bit of what we want Cricket for Wales. Well, they've been talking do, about it? the whole curriculum for Wales is supposed to give teachers more mm. autonomy mm. but it and yet you start to look it's at some of the detail it, of these things and how it's actually going to work in mm. practice that there's going to be this you know if you have to have a shared understanding of progression then you're going to have to justify mm. why are we doing it this way 
you know what does our progression look like in our school how is it different to what happens in your school who's this better you know is what we're doing good enough you know we start to have conversations like that it's very challenging I know going just going back to James's book as well when we were flicking through it this morning and um, well, we flicking through it for this morning there were lots of things that we could have quoted mm. <laughs> that, are, that are relevant to hearing wells and I think it's a re- right. it's worth really delving into this it is to, uh, to look at what's happening in Scotland and make sure we really do learn yes because we're not yes and so you know we're not sitting here taking pleasure in picking over the bones of you know what's going on with curriculum for no, Wales we all moment. want it to work I actually I get really upset when I think about how things might go wrong and I so desperately don't want things mm. to go wrong because you know this is this is you know, our children, our, our grandchildren, our, the future of our country who are going to re, going to experience this. So they really do deserve the best. And that's not to say that some schools won't provide the best. I'm sure they will. But one of the things that James says in his book, which I think is a real issue in Wales, particularly right now, because it seems like a lot of discussion has been closed down, he says, about Scotland, the obvious problem is that dismissing criticism, whether it is because of defensiveness, a failure to grasp the issues at hand, or a desire to secure the next promotion is a disastrous way to run an education system. Teachers warned for years about workload implications, the lack of support, and a host of other developing problems, but were all too often ignored. And I think, I mean, he goes on to talk about what that meant for staff retention, but mm. I, I think we are, most definitely in a position where um, the unions are saying to Jeremy Miles and the government, look, you know, COVID is really challenging us. We're really struggling. Head teachers union in particular. Yes, really struggling to get through each day and provide the learning that is the, these children deserve and recover um, their thirst for learning and support them to really um, manage the impacts of COVID-19, that we're really, really mm. struggling with this. And Jerry Miles's response is, well, come and talk to me. We'll have a monthly meeting. And thank you very much for what you're doing. And, and that's it. I, 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 I don't facing, see... No, would, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but well, there's certainly facing, there's nothing we can... Yeah, I mean, and there's certainly been no kind of... Well, the, the only dispensation that we've seen that's that's you know national and that's that's uh, taking that into account has been the year seven, year seven yeah can change to um the, the following year uh implementation of curriculum for wales and i think that you know um, covid19 the ramifications of covid19 are going to be here for decades yeah i i, I think this time last year we were beginning to think yeah we're in this for the long haul mm. certainly in the summer of the first lockdown we mm. thought as soon as we're out for the summer that would be it yeah yeah and I think we we're, we're moving towards September 22 is this immovable yeah date yeah and it absolutely regardless is. of what's happening yes around us schools are being channeled yes towards, towards it and, and you know <clears throat> If you look at curriculum for excellence that was implemented in the backdrop of the 2008 um, financial yeah, yeah. 
crisis, uh, crisis yeah. and austerity and that did make a difference and you know that has been cited by um, some people as a, a significant implica uh, uh, implication for its uh, success or not mm -hmm. and we have curriculum for Wales which is being brought into place during and in the direct aftermath mm -hmm. of a global pandemic you know that, that really doesn't bode well and I think that I never before, never before, in my, certainly in my uh, lifetime, in my experience, has education been so political, so driven by well, politics. It's as if policy and politics mm. has taken its eye off the ball of what are we in ed education for? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that this needs to be said again and again. We can't just hope it's going to be okay. We have to look at the issues, look at the things that are not done, look at those, you know, the sunny uplands of the, the, yeah. the, this fantastic house that could be built and recognise that whilst we're down here, you know, preparing for the storm that is COVID once again, that all those materials and all the, that lovely new shiny things, potentially for some schools are being left out to the elements and that they could... We might have to go back to that after this next half term and go, well, is it still yeah. serviceable? And I know that there are plenty of schools out there that where actually their, their winter, you know, their overwinter uh, area, the, how they're managing the storm is actually, is they're, they're utilising curriculum for Wales to do that. And that is fantastic. But it's not everyone and it needs no. to be everyone. But we've always, we've always <coughs> talked when it, you know, in the classroom about being a responsive teacher. Yes. And I think that's what we need to we need to have a responsive curriculum or curriculum framework that adapts to or a responsive policy that adapts to the situation that we're in now. So let's look at where we are now, because where we are now, we might not be in the same position six months, six months later. Responsive politics. Responsive politics. Like because that. if if well, surely politics isn't about starting your political term and saying, right, we have five years. This is what we're going to do in those five years. And no matter what comes up, it, yeah. carrying it but through. But that's what it feels like at the moment. It, it does. It very much does that. That um, control has been taken back centrally. We're going to manage everything. This is what we've set out. We've got a five-year plan. This. We've we're got our five-year plan. Absolutely. And, and, you know, these are the milestones along the way. I mean, admittedly, they have brought out documentation. They have brought out guidance that does take into account some of the things that have happened. However, it does feel like a lot of that documentation is, well, we'll just talk about it in a different mm -hmm. way, but we won't change anything. We're just going to call this a beginning rather than an end point. But actually, the job of work that has to be done, that doesn't change. So there's, there's no real changes in um, but we know as real a, terms. But we know as a profession that teachers always step up yeah. and go that extra mile and they will get it done. That, well, yes, but at what cost? Well, yes, and you know, are they going to? There will be, and I know that we've worked with some schools where there's been significant transformation over. I mean, I can think Short of, of time, yeah, yeah, well, or longer periods of time. Those who were pioneer schools mm -hmm. and really capitalised on that opportunity and really changed, and that's been amazing. But there are also schools who don't have the capacity to do that, or are in a situation where they don't have the resources, mm. um, you know, the, the physical expertise or the time or, you know, um, the, 
capacity to to make that transformation mm. and therefore they've kind of defaulted back yeah. to just doing what they yeah. always do and I think that if we are going to change education in Wales and this is what curriculum for Wales has heralded you know said this is what the expectation is mm -hmm. then it can't just be those who would who would make the best of it no matter what it has to be everybody I mean there's so many <coughs> warnings within the book I think that's mm. something that we're going to use as the basis of a, a full podcast yeah with James yes he's agreed to come fantastic. on the podcast which is fantastic. Uh, and I know there, there are other things that we want to pick up and you know and it's not all doom and gloom mm. but it's this idea of you know let's learn from where other countries and other countries that are very similar to ours mm. that go through that process and look at how we can make the best of curriculum for Wales here we can't go sticking plaster we can't you know can't. push things through and say well look it's done now yeah because we you know, because every school has got on their website yeah. curriculum for Wales vision yeah. and this is what our curriculum for Wales is that's not the same as really making a difference yeah. and I think any every politician I'm sure goes into the job wanting to, to really make a difference yeah. and I know that it's it is difficult to step back from the day-to-day -day stuff but I think wouldn't mm. it be a a um, probably courageous but also highly admirable politician who actually said do you know what yeah this isn't good enough this isn't what we'd intended this is this has become something quite different this we really we know Thank you for struggling, but we know that actually a lot of you are broken. Yeah. That actually a lot of schools haven't got the time that we think the schools really need to do this. So we're going to do something about it. We are going to take our foot off the gas with curriculum yeah, for Wales. And actually, yeah. yeah, but I think actually that is what's needed and say we're going to focus. We're going to have a COVID pause and we're going to focus on um the impact of COVID on learning and how that's made a difference. It's going to focus on really effective Well, let's learning. get a really good idea of what the actual picture is yeah. across Wales. Where is everybody on their journey? Yeah. And what can we do to support everyone yeah. to move on? And I don't think that it's good enough to ask teachers or what is it that you need. No. Because, you know, if I come to you saying, I have a feeling really run down and I, I don't know what the problem is and say, well, what do you need? So I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But it, it's we need um, politicians who have that strategic vision, not that are just going to push things through no yeah. matter what, but have that strategic vision to say, and how are we going to get to that strength up to say, no, we're slightly off. Yes. We need to get, we need to shift yes. tack and have a look. Yeah, this isn't good enough. Mm. How can we make it better? Never before have we needed somebody who's who really has the courage of their convictions, who really does want to make a difference, who really does want to learn from the mistakes of the past, who wants to look at what's happened up in Scotland and say, no, we're better than, than just following along a similar route. That there, you know, rather than just this organic development as we go along of, you know, tack an extra room on here, tack an extra bit on there, and we'll do a humanities um, scheme all learning and it'll all be, you know, it'll all be fine in the end that's no way yeah. to build something sustainable you I mean, need a proper foundation. you do because i think we're at the situation where you know september 22 22 you know is looming you i'm know, just trying do, to think now it is two and a half terms it's away. two and a half terms away and we're at this situation where i know 
from looking at social because I've just spent because the weather was so awful over half term I've spent myself sitting to sitting reading and scrolling through social media yeah. but the number of social media posts from teachers asking for you know have you got a scheme, have you got a scheme in on this and what are you doing with assessment can I can I or can I have a copy yeah and it's all these quick fixes and you completely understand why yeah because there's that pressure that ever increasing increasing in pressure to get to that point for yeah. September that that's 22. not schools it's, and teachers not. having the time to think about well, why are we why? doing this yeah. why why I implement something that somebody shows me there's nothing wrong with finding ideas from other people yeah. but you have to know why you're choosing yeah. to do it that particular way and it's got to suit what it is you need it to do yeah so I think again we've we've sat down and we're, we're kind of sounding the warning alarm and saying we are heading into a very difficult half term and one that where teachers necessarily are going to have to focus on what's in front of them yeah. at the time being there are there's going to be a lot of firefighting there's going to be a lot of managing what happens well, in school yeah so this, this is traditionally the hardest half term of the school year anyway yeah put covid on top of that and then we'll yeah so it's we're, we're heading into this mm. very difficult half term so we feel that it makes sense to keep on putting the pressure on Welsh Government to actually have the courage of the convictions to say we we do want uh, an education system that actually is world class and is going to raise standards. So we recognise that something more needs to happen, whether that's more time, more uh, professional learning, more focus on really strong foundations, more understanding of where, where things could go wrong, more transparent discussion of where things might have already gone in Scotland and what that looks like in, in Wales. I think that's really, really important. So I think we should put the link to this book at some point, either in this podcast or reference it in the yeah. next podcast, because yeah. this is really important. Yeah, well, let's put the link in the yeah. show notes for today. Um, so idea. that people can you know buy themselves a copy and maybe have a, have a look at it before yeah. we talk to James the author um soon but if you do have any questions you'd like us to raise just drop oh, us yeah. a line yeah let us know good. yeah because we're we're um very much talking about how we can make curriculum for Wales the best it can possibly mm. be and I think uh the focus has to be on uh where we currently are and what the future of the next few weeks and months because that's really all there is for a lot of schools is it's looking like there you go okay another podcast done so we will see you next time take care bye thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes you can find us online at www.impact.wales you can also follow us on social media on twitter we're at impact wales on Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales, and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.